Galatians chapter 5, verse 22. Galatians chapter 5, verse 22. That's going to be in the New Testament. Kind of toward the second half of the New Testament. As much as we've been in here for the last few months, your Bibles probably just flip open to it automatically. Galatians chapter 5, verse 22. We have been going through the fruits of the Spirit over the last few weeks, and tonight we are, we are continuing on, and we are going to talk about patience. That's a good one for me. I don't know about you guys. You guys may have mastered it, but I'll be honest, I have not mastered it. I have not even come close to mastering that. So uh, maybe this will be good for all of us tonight. So, I'll read through these fruits of the Spirit, then we'll pray, and then we'll uh, just kind of look at some other scripture that talk about patience. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faith, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. Let's pray. Father God, I come to you tonight and I pray that you just would help my mind to get straight, dear Lord, that you would... Help me to be focused on you as we as we look at your word. God, I pray tonight that you would use me in spite of me, God. I pray that you would help me to learn patience tonight. Uh, help each of us. Maybe there are some others that struggle with it, dear Lord. And, and help us to be patient with one another. And God, just when we think our patience is running out, dear Lord, help us to have just a little more patience. God, let us uh, seek you as the example because, God, you are too patient with us. You... You, you don't have to be this patient with us, God, but you, you are oftentimes just show abundant patience. So I pray that you would help us to learn from you and to be able to, to learn patience from your word and from the guidance of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name I pray it. Amen. Amen. Patience. When I, was, when I was younger, I used to be very impatient, and then I kind of went through a season of my life where I was a little more patient, and I found here recently that it seems like my patience is, is wearing a little thin a little quicker. Now, maybe that's because of age. Maybe that's because of uh, some sinfulness in my life. Maybe there's something that's in my life that shouldn't be there. There may be other factors. I'm not sure what's causing that, but it seems like I am not as patient as I used to be. But patience is something that we see mentioned time and time again throughout Scripture. And it may be something that you yourself, uh, you find that you struggle with that from time to time. Because it is easy for us to get uh, impatient. I think that's why we see it mentioned so many times in the Bible. We see not only commands, many commands for those of us who are Christians to be patient, but we also see many instances in Scripture where it talks about God having patience. We see references to Jesus Christ Himself being patient. And so we're going to kind of continue on tonight as we've done the last few weeks. And that is, look at other Scriptures. There's not a whole lot expounded upon in, in Galatians 5.22 about breaking these fruits of the Spirit down. But that's kind of what we want to do. We want to see what the rest of the Bible has to say about patience. And so we're going to look at some different verses. Again, I'll go through them kind of quickly. If you want to try to turn there, that's fine if you can. If you, if you want to just listen, that's fine. If you want to ask me later, I can give you a copy of this list or, or tell you these verses uh, in case you can't turn to them quick enough. Uh, but I do encourage you to, to at least maybe jot them down so you can read them later and kind of read them in the context. But we'll look at a few scriptures that deal with patience tonight. 
we're just going to kind of work through uh, from the Old Testament to the New Testament. Uh, the first are going to be found in the book of Proverbs, the first few that we are going to look at. The first will come from Proverbs chapter 16, verse 32. It says, Patience is better than power, and controlling one's temper than capturing a city. That's a pretty strong statement right there. That's a pretty strong statement for patience. It says it's better for us to have patience than to have a lot of power, or, or better for us to control our temper than to capture a city. Now, that's something that, that in my mind, and maybe in your guys' minds too, you know what I'm talking about, it's easy to know that we should control our temper, and we say, all right, I'm going to do a good job, I'm going to work at it, I'm not going to lose my temper, I'm going to be so patient. But boy, all it takes is that one thing to happen. And in the moment, it's so easy for us to lose track of wanting to keep our patience. I think the Holy Spirit is faithful to, to tug at our heart and cause us to give us a second to, to, to say, all right, you have a choice to make here. Are you going to blow a gasket or are you going to not blow a gasket? And so we have those opportunities, and sometimes we may, we may fly off the handle before we ever recognize, but I think a lot of times the Holy Spirit gives us an opportunity to kind of go, how am I going to react to this? It's a hard thing to have self-control when somebody says something to you, when somebody does something to you, maybe repeatedly, when that car pulls out in front of you in an instant, and all of a sudden you just, you're just ready to, to lose your patience. But with that being said, patience is an important thing. It's a fruit of the Spirit. It's something that we as Christians should pray to God for and say, God, help me to not be so quick to lose control. Help me to not be so quick to... To, to, to show people mercy and to show people grace. Help me to, help me to, to, or help me to be quicker, I should say, to show people grace and sh show people mercy and not be so quick to, to be impatient with people or to be impatient with situations. Proverbs chapter 19, verse 11. A person's insight gives him patience, and his virtue is to overlook an offense. Boy, that's easy for me to read, but that is hard for me to do. To overlook an offense... I mean, when people do you wrong, especially when people do you wrong repeatedly or, or, or an offense is done to you multiple times, boy, it is hard for us as human beings to overlook an offense. But God's Word says in the midst of that, a person's insight gives him patience. Proverbs 25, verse 15. A ruler can be persuaded through patience, and a gentle tongue can break a bone. Boy, that's good stuff right there. You know, have you ever been in a situation before where somebody's just coming at you and attacking you or, and, and the first thing you do is just lash back at them? And does that make the situation get any better? It does not make the situation get any better. It makes them jump at you and you jump at them and them jump at you and you jump at them. And it's an endless cycle and you end up just fussing and feuding and, and hating each other. But God's Word here says that a gentle tongue can break a bone. That's hard for us to have a gentle answer to people and to respond gently to people when, when it's in the midst of a tough time. But God's Word says that is exactly what we as Christians should do. You never know what kind of difference it can make. When somebody is expecting you to come back at them and you do just the opposite of what they expect, it kind of throws them for a loop. When you don't fight back, but you, you come back with something 
loving to say to them, something encouraging, something that may kind of calm everything. Now people aren't expecting that. And those are the kind of situations and opportunities that as Christians is when people are watching us and we have the opportunity to say, am I going to be patient through this or am I going to light my fuse and explode? Everybody in the world lights their fuse and explodes, but we as Christians need to be different. And when people see us not jump back at them and attack them, then that might get their attention and say, you know what, there's something different about her. There's something different about him. And that may give us a prime opportunity to minister to people and show them what it means to be patient. What if God, and uh, excuse me, Proverbs, uh, excuse me, Romans chapter 9, verse 22. Romans 9, 22 says, And what if God, desiring to display His wrath and to make His power known, endured with much patience, objects of wrath ready for destruction? And what if he did this to make known the riches of his glory on objects of mercy that he prepared beforehand for glory? Now, I believe that verse is saying this, and that is, is that, is that God has every reason to pour out his wrath upon us because we are sinful human beings. But God does not do that. Instead, God is patient beyond our wildest dreams. God is so patient with us. God is way more patient with us than I am with anybody else. God gives us so many opportunities to try to get our attention, and God could pour out His wrath on us instantly. But instead, what God does is He endures in His patience. That is, giving us every opportunity so we can experience His mercy, so that we can experience His love, so that we can experience His forgiveness. It's not that by God, what, appears, what, appear, what may appear to be God not taking a stand or God not being involved, that may not be the case at all. It may be that God's patience, we may be confusing that God, well, God wants this to happen or God's allowing this to happen. But God may be allowing it to continue to happen because he is so patient with those who may be doing wrong. Perhaps it is us. Perhaps it is some who are wronging us. But God's patience is so that there can be Forgiveness, so that people have an opportunity to turn from what they are doing and turn to Him. And so God is very patient with us, as we see in this text, and we see all throughout the Bible. Romans chapter 2, verses 3 through 5. Do you really think any one of you who judges those who do such things yet do the same, that you will escape God's judgment? Or do you despise the riches of His kindness, restraint, and Patience, not recognizing that God's kindness is intended to lead you to repentance. So God is, it, it, many times in our life, God, he, he has restraint. He could be so angry with us, he could just strike us down if we wanted to. But God shows restraint and he shows patience by not doing that. It goes on to say, but because of your hardness and unrepentant heart, you are storing up wrath for yourself in the day of wrath when God's righteous judgment is revealed. <coughs> Paul is saying, look, God has given you every opportunity to turn. God is being so patient. But for those who will not turn, those who will not repent, those who will not listen to God, for those who won't do that, it's saying you're storing up wrath. God is giving you patience, but you're not heeding what God is, is, is telling you. You're not listening to what God is trying to show you. First Timothy chapter 1, 
verse 15 and 16. This saying is trustworthy and deserving of full acceptance. Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, and I am the worst of them. But I received mercy for this reason, so that in me, the worst of them, Christ Jesus might demonstrate his extraordinary patience as an example to those who would believe in him for eternal life. Paul is saying, look, I am the worst of the worst of the worst. And if Jesus will be patient with me, then he'll be patient with anybody. There is encouragement in that. There is, there is hope in that to know, look, that God is patient with us. Maybe we're not doing as we should, but God is patient with us. And that should be our motivation. That should be our example for when people continually do wrong to us to be a little more patient, to give them a little more time, to give them one more chance. Because think of how many times that the Lord has been patient with you. And so it's hard for us to be quick to judge, or it should be, when we see what God has done for us. It may be times that, 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 that we have to address situations or we have to deal with things. It's not that we are to let everybody just run us over all the time. That's not what, what it's talking about when it's talking about being patient. There may come a time where there are things that have to be dealt with. But we want to make sure that we have, we have given all the patience and exercise that in every way that we can because that is what God does for us. God gives us every opportunity to try to do right. 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 2. Proclaim the message. Persist in it, whether convenient or not. That's, good. That's a good, good bit of advice. It says, look, preach the gospel whether it's convenient or not. It's not always convenient for us to share the gospel with somebody. Sometimes it's tough. Sometimes we might be in a situation where we may feel uncomfortable. It's not always convenient. But you know what Paul says? Paul says, do it whether it's convenient or not rebuke, correct, and encourage with great patience and teaching. There are times in Christ, as, as Christians that, that we may need to rebuke one another or we may need to rebuke someone else who is living in sin, that we may need to correct them, that we need to say, hey, this is not what God desires. And not in a judgmental, I'm shaking my finger because I'm better than you kind of way, but in a, this is what God's word says, and you may not like to hear it, but, but here's what it says, and I want to want to help you get through it, to rebuke, to correct. And while we're doing the rebuking and correcting, it also says, and encourage. So, so for Christians, we are, we are to say, hey, look, th this is not the way that you should be living, but look, this is what God wants you to do. This is what God has in store for you. This is what God desires for you. And try to encourage and to teach people with great patience. That is not just point out to people and say, you are a sinner and you are doing so wrong, shame on you. But to say, look, you're a sinner, but let me tell you how much God loves you and how much he doesn't desire for you to be this way. And let me teach you how to get through this. Let me help you to learn and understand and know how to get through this. And Paul says to do all of that with great patience. Because if you're trying to bring somebody uh, to walk on the right path and lead them on the right path and it seems like they keep going off, it takes a lot of patience. It takes a lot of patience. 
I hear stories sometimes, and you guys probably do too. You know, you hear stories of people that that maybe have lived a rough life, and they've 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 made all these bad choices, and they've just they've they've done wrong. Everybody they've come in contact with, and and they'll say, but there was this one person, and they didn't give up on me. As much wrong as I did, they they kept praying for me. They never gave up on me. I just had a guy tell me that story yesterday. I was talking to somebody. He said I was the worst of the worst. I didn't want to have nothing to do with Christians. This lady would tell me scriptures, and she'd pray for me. And she'd leave me on my desk, and he said I told her if you keep if you keep saying all this God stuff and giving me scriptures, I'm going to fire you. He didn't want to hear nothing to do with it, but guess what? This lady was patient for, patient with him. Eventually she left and went to another job. He didn't fire her. She went to another job. And then a little bit after that, bam, he got a relationship with the Lord. He began to go to church. He gave his life to the Lord. And he saw that lady in the store one day. And he told her the good news. He went up and gave her a hug. And she said, I never stopped praying for you. She said, I prayed for you every single day. She was patient. She could have wrote him off and said, look, I've done my part, Lord. I've done everything I can. God, I've shared him your word. I've offered to pray with him. I've offered to talk to him. I've offered everything I can. He don't want nothing to do with you, God. I'm done. But you know what she did? She kept on praying. That's a good example of patience. And because of her patience, because of her endurance, because of her prayer, it was a lost soul that came to know Jesus Christ. And that's what Paul is calling us to do. That's what God is calling us to do. Last one, 1 Thessalonians 5, 14. And we exhort you, brothers, warn those who are irresponsible, comfort the discouraged, help the weak, be patient with everyone. You know, patience is, is like many things in the Bible for me. It's so easy to read and it's so easy to know that I should be patient, but it's hard for us to do. I think that's why it's the fruit of the Spirit. It takes the Holy Spirit in us to guide us and lead us, to give us the patience that God desires for us to have. It's not something that, that we can get on our own. It's nothing that we on our own are going to be able to, to obtain. But it's something that as we continue to grow in the Lord, as we continue to pray to Him and say, Look, God, give me, give me patience. And that might need to be me our prayer. That might need to be what we're praying for. We, some of you may be like me, and after hearing this, this, these verses, you say, you know what? I don't have the patience that I need, and praise the Lord that, that we're convicted in that way. And we need to pray and say, look, God, help me to be patient. Help me to have that patience. Help me when I fly off the handle to, to, to know that that's coming so that I can make the right decision, so that I can deal with people with love and mercy and grace and have the same patience that our Lord has, and the same patience that Jesus Christ himself has. Let's pray. Father God, we come to you tonight, and I pray that, that you would help us to be patient, God. It is so tough. But I pray that your Holy Spirit would lead us in that way, God, that that would be a fruit that's being produced in our life. And, and, and maybe we're doing a good job with that, some of us, and if we are, keep us doing good. Now, God, and if there are some that are here tonight that, that aren't doing good, help us to, to learn that patience the way that you do desire for us to learn it, to look at examples in your word where we see so many people who you are patient with, where we see so many of your servants, dear Lord, who are patient with others who they were trying to share the gospel with and help us to, to, to endure and not give up even, even though it may be tough sometimes, God. And I ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.